Paging Dr. Siler. Paging Dr. Siler. If you're feeling run down, tired, exhausted by the daily drip, drip, drip of your life savings draining away, the Stock Doctor's Prescription may be right for you. The Stock Doctor's Prescription will give you the ease and peace of mind knowing that you're getting the best possible information. Do not use Stock Doctor's Prescription if you're allergic to Stock Doctor's Prescription or any of its ingredients, including but not limited to wisdom, research, critical thinking, thoughtful discourse, occasional fart jokes, drinking references, drum solos. Side effects of the Stock Doctor's Prescription may include unwieldy wealth deposits, previously unknown relatives, groupies, extended comfort in your retirement, and swelling. The Stock Doctor's Prescriptions are available at Walgreens, Apple iTunes, and everywhere the better podcasts are available. And right here, this is the Stock Doctor's Prescription. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Stock Doctor's Prescription. I am Lee Seiler, also known as the Stock Doctor. We have Justin Kenny in the house, Nikki Ward, our resident megalennial, and Jared Bocart, the other millennial. We're still working on a nickname for him, but welcome. I, I'm glad everybody's here joining us. This is our uh, number, I think, number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight, eight podcast. And, uh, well, we, you know, we may up the ante a little bit, do a little bit more. Uh, more frequently we'll see but right now we're on a once a week basis but thanks for joining hey a lot of things going on in the markets we're going to try and talk about a lot of different important subjects that will have to do with your money and because we are the fiscal therapy for your daily money needs i don't know i like that do you fiscal fiscal therapy therapy. i I love it yeah i welcome i'm going through physical therapy so i thought about that while i was getting stretched out so um Nikki, a lot of things have happened here over the last uh, couple of months. You know, you had the market hit that climactic sell-off low March 23rd. We've documented that. But, you know, the rally here just doesn't seem, and you hear now the term disconnect, the rally really doesn't seem to be matching what's going on in the economy. It's nuts. So it seems that the market is shrugging off, you know, social unrest. It's not even paying attention to any of the economic carnage brought by the pandemic. (laughs) But I've also heard things about how this, the market is corporations. It's not small businesses. It's not the main street consumer. It's different. It's also forward looking. So all the economic indicators that we're getting that are incredibly depressing that you would think have some kind of impact. They don't because that's the past. It it is a forward looking projector but when you look at uh, some of the projections you're seeing out there the atlanta fed comes out and says that they believe q2 gdp will be negative 52.8 percent that is over 50 percent oh, 50 percent contraction <laughs> in the economy before. now there look there's Talk a lot of shrinkage <laughs> exactly there's so 52 a, is more than 50 yes i was Slightly. clarifying there's gotcha. a there's a lot of uh, problems with that of course we know that it's a contraction in manufacturing we know that private investment has gone into what we call turlet but you know there's going to be estimates so the atlanta fed said 52.8 the New York Fed said down 35 and a half. CNBC did their own survey of leading economists, and they think the median's around 38%. But regardless, it's going to be horrible. Meanwhile, Justin and I were talking this morning, and we've been through several bear markets this and problems together. Rodeo. And uh, and I told you, this, I, what did I say this morning? Well, we've had five conversations, <laughs> so which okay. one are we talking well, about? Well, I said this morning, this has been the greatest bear market we've ever been involved in. Uh, yeah, because it's been like 17 seconds long. I loved it. The blink you, of an eye. It gave us the opportunity because when you have a, a an active 
money manager, an active investment manager can take advantage of some of these. And this is what we did. We took advantage of some of these disconnects. You know, most people, it happens so quickly. If you weren't quick to, to fire, you, pull if, that trigger. If you were shell-shocked, you, you've missed it. Our right. New, our new clients in the past two months have to be ecstatic or are ecstatic. About oh, my gosh. I mean, we're going to have to manage those you know, expectations. You know, yes. it's not just our new clients who are feeling pretty good right no, now. No, I know. I know. I, point I, that out. I've been talking to a lot of the clients, and they are, look, of course, it's scary when you're in the middle of it. But this middle of it, it wasn't like. 08 and 9 or no. 2000 to 2002 Ugh. that was chinese water torture oh my goodness it just was every day every you know what in 2000 the joke in the office was i'm going to go home and turn on my computer just to make sure the internet still exists right right yeah hasn't was, felt like that so look we, we know it's going to be bad we know unemployment is 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 high we know that it's probably going to continue it's been documented that 42 percent of the jobs lost are probably not coming back and uh we have another jobs report coming out on Friday, and uh, it's it's not going to be good. I think the expectation is uh, another 8 million jobs lost in the month of May. It does look like we're rounding the corner, though. I mean, it, it will not be as high as the month of April, for sure. Um, but AD, ADP and Moody's Analytics reported private payrolls fell by another 2.76 million in May. That number was far less than the 8.75 million that they estimated. Um, they don't know a reason for it. Although if I did have to take a guess, it would probably be because of the small business loan program providing money for employers to be able to retain their staff. That's a really good point. And one thing, keep in mind, who did that survey? ADP. And why do I, I, I just give them a lot of credence because not because my daughter works there. I was going to say, no, shout out to It has Maddie. nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, no, because what does ADP do? They do payroll. They do all of it. And they see what's going on. They're just not some some economist somewhere, not really on the street watching what's happening. This is ADP. They oh, see their payroll. Time data, the minutia yeah. of it. Right. I mean, they are right in the middle of it. ADP and paychecks. And I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. Um, that news today, though, is probably one of the other reasons among many that the stocks are still rising because it's like, oh, it's not as bad as we thought. Yeah. See, I feel like they're giving forward guidance and they're saying, hey, this is going to be sort of bad. And the market is somewhat of a forward indicator yeah six months yeah, six so months, i feel yeah. like if they keep giving us revised numbers and the market sort of powers through that it's just proof that you can't keep a good market down because i feel like all we've done for the last yeah two months is, is we battle back well nobody has believed it now what you have to do though as an investor you have to be again be nimble be prepared to take advantage and be prepared to say you know what i'm gonna sit back and wait a little bit i, yeah. I mean you know we're not making huge bets right now but we do own some really interesting Things like I, I bought some banks over the last several days, uh, and I, I could tell you what I bought. I don't care. I bought Citigroup. I bought J.P. Morgan in the last few days, and uh, they're both rallying up five percent today. They're by the doing way. really well, and it, I didn't know they were going to rally today. But what I thought, and the same thing I've been talking about Citigroup for a long time, eventually buying these assets at fifty cents on the dollar is going to pay you handsomely. You may have to wait a year or two or three. These are not for people that want to be in a trading vehicle and want to be in and out in a week. You know, no. although airlines, same thing. They're trending up as well. That could be something if you wait five years down the road, could be a huge profit. It's a little bit more speculative than banks, obviously, but sure. uh, they are trending. They're up 6% a day, they, all, all major airlines, United, American, and Delta. All Leisure has done extremely well because it got murdered. I mean, they were down 80%, 70%. So, I mean, nowhere to go but up. I yeah. mean, that and, was Apollo Creed just knocking Rocky oh, out. It was, like it's awful, but I saw something today about... Apollo Creed never knocked Rocky out. 
Uh, you sorry, the Russian. Mouth. The Russian. You shut your cruddy Drago. mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apollo Creed did knock Rocky out, and Rocky won. He went to distance, actually. That was, was the Rocky, decision. Rocky, Rocky yeah, it was went decision. to distance. It was a decision. Oh, maybe yeah. you're right. So Drago. Right. I'll go with Drago knocking uh, or killing Again? Apollo Creed. Okay, there you go. And so did go. Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. Clubber Lang also did it, knocked he Rocky grew. out. Got a lot of mo. Yes, he did. A lot of mo. So, you know, what I'm seeing here in the market, and, you know, I'm a technician. I do a lot of technical analysis. I'm seeing the charts really start getting more constructive in that that broad-based rally now. Before, what we were seeing is the FANG stocks were rallying, which, of course, is an acronym for Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Apple Netflix, and Google, which is really Alphabet, but Alphabet, I, right. I don't want to call it Fauna. Fauna. No, that's, so, that's just stupid. That doesn't, if Fauna, it doesn't it's work. Fun. It doesn't work. But so, so The, the stay-at-home stocks as the well. The stay-at-home stocks, actually, I just aside from Zoom, the other ones are kind of taken. I saw Netflix yeah, getting a little, a little bit, bit soft down. there. Uh, Teladoc. Amazon was down about a percent. Yeah, I'm not worried about Amazon so much, but Teladoc was down a little bit. Zoom came out with their earnings. They beat expectations. They did. They crushed. Their revenue was up 169%. How could they not crush? Yeah, and I have to admit that I, I'm, I didn't make the exact great call on Zoom. I bought it right. I bought it for like 130-ish. Enjoyed quite a... Loved uh, it for a couple weeks. Yeah. Took the elevator up. I took the elevator up for two weeks thinking, okay, they're going to come out with earnings. You know what? It's gone too fast, too too far too fast. Let me sell some at 170-something, and here we are at 200 and change. So They still have some issues, though. They can't figure out the end-to-end encryption that is necessary for the platform. And they came out with saying that they had up to 300 million daily participants, but they didn't say how many of those were actually paying for the service. I would venture to say a lot of them are not paying for the service. It's a, I utilize that 40-minute free Zoom conference. I'm, plus, I have if no you look at the users, get. usually even if you're conducting seminars and stuff, you might be one user paying and the other 50 that are watching are not. But you so mean kind of like to. with Netflix? Kind of like with Netflix. <laughs> one login, 50 people using it. Oh, you know what? And that's, you know, my all of my daughters no longer on my login. Good for you. Yes. You, you, you put your, I just kicked her out of the nest. Down. What about Amazon? She still She's off on Amazon too. Ooh. Yep. Uh-oh. You know why? You know what really, used to really ticked me off is that I'd go on Amazon, buy something, and then she had stuff in a cart that would also get purchased. Hmm. Yeah. You, that's you gotta sneaky. get smart. That's sneaky, yeah. No, I didn't like that at all. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we'll have the millennial moment with our own megalennial, Nikki Ward. And uh, But, you know, what's interesting is a couple of things he con- showing the s- signs of getting a little better in the state of Florida. They're going to open up, and we're recording this on Wednesday, by the way, this week. It's Wednesday, June 3rd, around 2 p.m., and the market is currently rallying up almost 400 points on the Dow. And that would be a really terrific rally over the last couple of weeks, considering, uh, you know, sell in May and go away. We had a, a 4% gain in May, and then so far June has been pretty strong, but the you know, car sales were much better in May than April. So people are buying cars still. There were 12.7, or excuse me, 12.17 million units sold in April, 8.6. But we just heard yesterday, Justin, there was some news that one of the biggest lenders in the automobile market, Wells Fargo, is pulling out of part of that market. And you know, what part of that market they're pulling out of, I don't really care about. What concerns me, and that's just because I was around for the financial meltdown right. last decade was them tightening lending at all. I, you know what, if, if somebody's credit worthy, they're Rem- credit worthy. Remember yeah. when, if you had an open credit line, I even used oh, it. Yeah. A credit line on your house, you get a letter saying, by the way, uh, you no longer have a credit line. Yep. 
even if you weren't using it. Oh. They were taking it away from you. Banks cutting people's availability on their credit cards across the board. Just, and by the way, that hurts your credit, yeah, I believe. Your, your score suffers when they take... When your credit line is reduced. Absolutely. So Wells is going to come out. And first of all, I, I just hate Wells as a Not bank. Not a fan. I hate him. I, you know, we've dealt with him in the past. I had a mortgage with him one time. I, I just can't stand him. But, and they've had their problems too. But they're cutting about 10% of their dealerships. And they're, they're really not going to write the independent dealer. They have concerns over the car loan market. They think there's going to be a lot more defaults. And I guess they think the independent dealers are going to see more default than they would in the, like, uh, just using for John the, Smith the, Chevrolet. Yeah, the the large name brand dealers, the the you know the people selling the big three brand new. Right, but the, but people are still, and that's what they're looking for new car sales. Yeah, are the Carvana yeah. car vending machines considered independent, or are they it's one of the big dealers? I would imagine they're they're probably up. they're up there. Yeah, they're probably big big time. Uh, you know, I, I'd say based on their pricing, which is not real favorable. They're not cheap. They're not. No, no, yeah. not at all. I know. I have a friend who bought one. In that market, well, and he, he said it was a good deal. I, I would beg to differ. I bet you it really wasn't. no. Wow, but those numbers aren't really surprising, especially when we saw early on that there was a zero percent interest for zero percent APR for eighty. What is it? Eighty-two months? Eighty-four months? Eighty-four uh, months. They were offering eighty-four months, zero percent, zero percent. You know what? They that makes caught, you. They almost caught me in that trap. They, there's, a new, <laughs> there's a new Corvette out. Oh, eighty. It was for every model except for the new uh, Corvette. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah they, no. Why would they do? Yeah, that? There's no incentives on the new no, Corvette. No. Hey, it's time for our Megalennial. Miss Nikki Ward. Oh wow, she's even waving her arms too. There you go. Where'd you get the lighter at? Nick, All right. what are you going to talk about today? So over 76% of people in the United States live within five miles of a CVS pharmacy today. And CVS announced that they are partnering with a delivery robotics startup, Neuro, which has an autonomous fleet of Priuses <laughs> in which they're going to deliver awful. prescriptions and essentials to customers, existing CVS pharmacy customers, within three different zip codes of Houston. This pilot program is going to be that within three hours of putting in a prescription order, as well as maybe some toilet paper, I don't know, some hand sanitizer, the other essentials, you can choose autonomous delivery at the end. You can do this on the app or the website. And within three hours, one of these autonomous Priuses will make its way to the customer's address and drop it off curbside after the customer has presented and the Prius has authenticated the okay. ID. I have questions. I have hopefully some How, how are they going to drop it off? Well, so what it's going to do gonna have like an eye scanner is a little that Prius you gotta like comes up and then you're going to have to you scan meet your driver's your, license. Your curb? Yep. Okay. It's curbside delivery at the customer's address. So you meet it curbside, you present your driver's license, then apparently it's going to do a scan for your facial recognition and then it's going to essentially like unlock and deliver you your prescriptions and your groceries or whatever you had ordered. I have no idea how this is going to work for maybe apartment buildings or on a larger scale. Or what if somebody else is going to, is there getting your delivery for you? That's the thing. I don't think that's going to be able to be the case. So it's, is it going to work around people's availability with the three hour delivery window? Because not everyone can be home at 11 a.m. It will be convenient. It's certainly a convenient 
situation. I think it's just really cool to see an integration of AI, autonomous vehicles within the health space. I was let down. I was hoping they were going to be uh, drone delivery. Well, so n- they already rolled that, they no, rolled no, that no, out yeah. in 2018. It would have been, been a new definition for hunting season, if they you know rolled, what I mean. They rolled <laughs> that out <laughs> in the villages. And in the villages. In the villages. <laughs> right. Why don't they just ball them up and throw them in what, the villages? What they need, they need the CVS service in the villages with yeah, all the stuff going right. on over there. So the next step will be introducing <laughs> their custom-built delivery bot called R2, and that is going to be the next phase of this pilot program to bring autonomous delivery to CVS customers. And Unrelated then, topics, uh, thefts will go up at that point, probably. <laughs> well, and then and then the service D2 will be sending penicillin to the villages. So that's I was going to say Valtrex, yes. right? Isn't that for the herpes? Something like that. I don't know. It's just pretty you know, exciting. Every day, CVS serves 4.5 million customers across the country, and that's more people than the entire population of LA, which is our nation's second largest city. Well, first of all, as far as a CVS stock is concerned, I, I missed the boat there. I liked it a lot, and I thought with all this going on with Corona that they're going to be, of course, and they are going to be a, a vaccine station when it all, you know, you get your flu shots there. That's going to happen. I think that's going to bring more business. The stock was trading at like 60, high 50s, low 60s, and I didn't do anything with it because I was, you know, Well, here's stupid. a helpful hint. should have bought it. 67, 66 now. Here's a real helpful hint. If, if you, because of the toilet paper shortage, are running out of toilet paper, go to CVS. Buy a pack of gum, present them your CVS card, and they will give you 12 feet of toilet paper with your receipt printed on it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just come raid our office because Patty's hoarding it all. Yeah. No, have you seen the, the yes. size of the receipts? Oh, yeah. There, it's, it's, it's like sure. six feet long. Yeah. Right. I love making jokes with the cashiers about what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. You can actually switch to email receipts. Just saying. Yeah, but there's Trying also some supposedly... Trees. Those are all coupons. I, there are they are, on the but back. they can send them to you in an email, too. Oh, well, maybe they do that and just clog up my inbox. <laughs> that was Nikki Ward, our mega millennial. Good job, Nikki. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Right, there you go. Keep swaying those arms back and forth. I wish people could see how hard I'm rolling my eyes. You're not rolling your eyes. You, you mean really swinging your it. arms. <laughs> Correct. You're Dancing. loving it. Hear it through my headphones. You're loving it. Hey, so. Um, you know, of course, after the numbers come out on Friday, they'll have an idea of things if the unemployment is actually going to get better or, you know, I tend to think that you're going to start seeing it because, first of all, unemployment, for some people, they're not getting it. So they're not going to sit around there. Some people take an unemployment. They aren't in a hurry to go to work, but they're, I think the majority want to get back to work. And you're going to start seeing, I think, these numbers start to curve off a little bit. Yeah. And as people, well, look locally. Right. Disney's going to open up next month. And when that happens, you're going to have... Now, the question is, I don't know how many they employ, 40,000, 30. They're probably not going to be full-staffed. Yeah, I there don't know. Won't be. A lot of the employees, though, actually, for specifically Epcot around the world, have live overseas because they're from the certain countries that they have. Morocco? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so they haven't brought them back yet. So they're actually released a statement that it will not be staffed by... Um, the people from those different countries, oh, at least for the, the first part exposure. of wow. the uh, opening. Just go to It's a Small World. That's all the international exposure you need. We were talking about vehicle sales, but you mentioned earlier Lyft and right. how shares jumped more than 11% today after the company said demand starting to pick up. It's the seventh straight week of higher ridership numbers. 26% increase in May from April. I mean, April is basically nothing. But usage in May is still down 70% year over year. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I haven't 
tried to get a Pretty lift wild. recently. It's just Almost like bars were closed. Yeah. Right? Hey, but the bars will be open. And, and you know, I did see that. Just uh, I guess the the governor announced that the bars are going to be open uh, starting Friday. You know where you can find me. What's up? And uh, it will be fifty percent capacity inside, one hundred percent capacity outside. So you know what? I don't know how they're going to control it, how they're going to police it, but. Hmm. Um, and you know what? It's not the law enforcement's job to do that. So there, I heard there's a place in the Lake Mary area <laughs> where all a the source. kids go. No, where all the kids go. It's uh, has stuff on the walls. Artwork. Yes, the charades. And apparently was packed with no six foot rule, no nothing. That was this past weekend. And you also could not get a Lyft or an Uber home from said establishment. Yeah. I, allegedly, I heard it was people a Saturday are saying. Night? It was a Saturday night. Oh, were you there this weekend? No, not this past weekend. Okay. Well, I heard this past weekend it was busy. Oh. Yes. Where'd you go this, this past weekend? This past weekend? Yeah. Um, I plead the fifth. You're I'm still socially distanced. I, I, I don't understand you people are going out and doing stuff like this. You people. Who said we were to, going out? I mean it exactly the way it sounded. <laughs> What um, I had, I went to lunch today with my wife for our 11th anniversary of of dating. Okay, we haven't been married 11 years. Thank you. Okay, and that was the first time I've sat down at a restaurant. Now we were seated outside, but it felt really weird. It was it was bizarre. The first time's always the hardest. Yeah, Yeah. that's what she said. (laughs) Oh, Michael Scott. I can see you giving people the judgment on the eye walking past. You're like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Walking a little close there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Step off. Step off. Step off. Hey, so anyway, we uh, appreciate everybody joining us. And this is the Stock Doctor Prescription. By the way, if we can help you in your investment management, we handle IRAs, trust accounts, individual accounts. We can do some 401ks. We have the teacher's pet over there. Jared Bocart deals with the 403Bs and the Florida Retirement Systems for teachers. That is his main thing i mean that's your that's your sweet spot right that is my sweet spot i love it yeah fun helping the people. teachers but to, on behalf of Brown justin stenton oh my god no, see that's how far that name goes it back. does i know justin kenny nikki ward jared bocard i'm lee seiler also known as the stock doctor thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week